Welcome back, everybody, to Stride Pod. I am your host, Sean. I am joined by co-host and knowledge-based person of all things PT and injuries and running and other <laughs> stuff, Bree. How are you today, Bree? Hey, hey, I'm good. Happy it's the weekend. How you doing? Oh, you know, always happy it's the weekend, but seemingly always still working on stuff in the weekend. So my, oh, my brain just mushes it all together. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, but I don't know. I get to focus more on running stuff during the weekend. That's and true. I'm happy. <laughs> the passion project stuff is the weekend. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Well, today is another topic that I love, which I mean, seemingly they all are because I am both a sponge for knowledge while also sometimes not listening to all of the knowledge. And that's why this podcast exists in the first place. And um, I call you out on it all the time. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, it is keeping easy runs easy. And the thing that I love in your notes, Brie, but why and what and how? And these are all relevant questions. Easy <laughs> running, everybody. Let's really talk about what easy running is, what easy running should feel like, what a recovery run versus an easy run is, all of those things. I am here for it. I am on the edge of the diving board. I'm jumping off the diving board. Bree, the floor is yours for easy runs. I love it. Yes, this is a topic that you see a lot pop up on Instagram and everything, but I felt like we couldn't not cover it at some point. And True. just summarizing everything too into you know, a quick stride, a stride pod, I thought would be helpful for those um, that maybe don't see all the talk on IG. No. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and I will preface this as per usual with I am a guilty party and I... I um, have only recently I, I listened to a friend talk about someone asked him how he has run for as long as he has in the past couple of years healthy yes. and it was this thing of really respecting easy pace because there is a window of which your coach or schedule or plan says your easy run window is that doesn't mean and it it took someone else saying this for me to be like, right, that's that's so accurate. But don't always run or aim to run your easy run at the highest end of your easy run. That yeah. kind of defeats the purpose if you're if you're pushing too hard. So oh that was a takeaway I've had recently and and I think it's fascinating to to just respect that. No, exactly. And let's just start with that. Your easy run an easy run pace is not going to stay the same. And so you can have, you know, a number in your head like, oh, my easy run should be a 945 minute mile. But that's not necessarily the case for every single time you're supposed to do an easy run. Um, it, there are so many variables. How did you sleep? How was your fueling? What have you been? What are your what was your run yesterday? What have you done this week? Are we building? Are we in a race block, you know, there's so many variables. So yeah. um, they, we need to measure easy runs in an idea that's not just pace. Um, if we want to, we'll, we'll focus on pace first though. Um, some people will say, you know, two plus minutes slower than marathon pace should be your easy runs. I do not disagree. Again, I think that's, we just need to have the idea that, yes, yeah, some days it might be two minutes slower. Some days it might be three minutes slower. Some days it might be only one minute slower. It can vary. And it also depends on how, um, what your speed is in a marathon itself too. If you're, uh, I mean, 
say a five hour marathoner, your easy runs are going to be a little bit closer to your marathon pace than say someone who's running, you know, a 330 marathon. So that's where the information um, that we do see on Instagram and stuff might not cover it for everyone. And that's why another reason I thought it was important to chat about it. Um, So how would you say, Sean, that you measure your easy runs? Yeah, in the past. When you actually do them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I am am trying to be in a newer, better season of Sean, what we'll call it. But um, so for last marathon training cycle, uh, I've kind of summarized that my takeaway of the here and now, which we just recently talked about, coming back from injury. Hi, it's me coming back from injury. Um, it's me. (laughs) yeah, it's me. Hi. Thanks Tay Tay for all that. Um, but you know, I think that I was because I looked at, and maybe a lot of other people are guilty of this too. You want to be so prepared for the marathon that you're sometimes you trick yourself into being like, even an easy run sometimes has to feel hard because that's going to mean progress. Um, But I think what it really means, obviously, is if you're working harder on an easy run, you're taking harder efforts away from harder runs Mm -hmm. and you're stressing your body more. And you're doing all the things you shouldn't be doing, which then in my case leads to a plantar problem, which leads to an Achilles problem, which leads to a calf problem. And one stress fracture leading to another stress fracture. Oops. Yeah. What, what is that about? Um, and then you, you know, in my case, I found myself towing the line of a marathon thinking, well, my whole goal was just to get here, even if I wasn't totally healthy. And for some reason, not having any state of mind to think I could get injured during the race, which oh, yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I my easy pace for my marathon training cycle was 1045. Mm-hmm. And that had a range to like 1130. Mm-hmm. And every, you better believe every easy run, it was either 1040 or mm-hmm. 1045. Um, there was nothing in my head that said 11 plus is reasonable for the easy run. Cause my easy pace is the, I can stay at the top of my easy pace all the time. And that means I'm just easy running, paying no attention to anything else, whether it be the workouts I had life yeah. things, stress things, fueling yeah. things, any of those. So yeah. Hi, hi. I'm the person you're talking to today about <laughs> all of these. Oh, I love it. So yes. Um, let's try to not think about pace as much and let's go to effort. So this is where there's a couple different cues that you can think about in regards to what your effort should be during an easy run. I have some that I prefer versus others. So one that I test myself with a lot is can I speak in full sentences with ease? Uh, So sometimes if I know it's going to be a harder, easy run. Let's just say like, I have just had a really hard workout the day before. Or I'm really sore from strength training. And I know that this is going to be a rougher run. Yeah, um, yeah. And I need to slow it down extra. And I don't want to be in my head about pace. I'll call someone. And so I'll chat on the phone. I'll call my mom or call a friend and I'll run and chat. And then I know I have to go easy to keep conversation. And yeah, I'm not paying yeah. attention to what the pace is. I'm just going off straight feel. So I love the idea of just being able to speak full sentences, sing your favorite song, chat on the phone, do what you need to do. But Flip that screen from pace to the time or something. Don't even look at heart rate because that can also get crazy. I mean, 
Yeah. You, yeah. Some people will say too, like an easy run is supposed to be a heart rate zone one, two. Again, I don't disagree. Um, zone one, zone two, that's is where you're supposed to be. But this could be a whole nother stride pod. Your heart rate varies so much based off of so many other variables. Once again, sleep, hydration, anxiety levels, uh, stress in general, cortisol levels. Um, so sometimes looking at your heart rate itself can also I've noticed with some athletes kind of freak them out. So I've told multiple people, just take your heart rate off and focus on being able to talk, how you're feeling, um, perceived effort, which we chatted about a few episodes back. Yes. Um, I, I had to write that little note in our notes about like, do we even know what this is? Because Sean and I don't <laughs> love the idea of perceived effort. Because we double, I don't know, double guess ourselves. Yes. <laughs> but that's another idea. So trying to keep it, you know, three out of 10 or below, ideally keeping it easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to, there, there's, there's a couple of, um, we'll call it like a mini deep dive of the sciencey parts, the PT happy parts, the things that Brie went to college to get her learn on about. Um, <laughs> and it, it's really too, understanding why I think there, there might be a real misunderstanding for a lot of runners out there, which is why they don't necessarily respect the easy run yes. as much. There's so many benefits like Brie put a whole list of benefits together for us. So I want her to talk about those because easy runs like it, it's not just your speed run? work and your tempo yeah. work and your long run that are making the gains because yes. according to many books and research, it's 80% easy runs, 20% hard efforts. So you shouldn't look at the 80% as empty space exactly. where you're just doing nothing. There's all these benefits. So, so what are those? Yeah. I mean, you want to know why you're doing it, right? we don't just want to waste time, like you said. So um, yeah, let's dive into those. So some of the reasons that we want to be around 80% of our week with easy runs is to improve your mitochondrial density. So your mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, and that's what's going to give you energy. So if you have more of them, you are going to have more power in your muscles. And so by running easy, we can improve that mitochondrial density. We also create more dense capillary networks. Um, so in this sense, we get more blood flow to the muscles and blood flow is essentially oxygen turnover. So yeah. you're getting oxygen to those muscles. They're going to be able to perform better. So by having more capillaries in the muscle, you're going to be able to perform better. So that's another benefit. Um, it improves fatigue resistance. Um, learning to run on tired legs in general is a big thing, especially when we're training for the longer distances of a half and a full. So if you're going to go out too hard all the time, you're going to mentally burn out too, right? So you don't want to be going hard every time and digging into the well and just hitting this wall because you're not essentially like improving this fatigue resistance. Um, and then you're also not going to be able to give those workout runs your entire effort, which I think you had mentioned a little bit earlier. And that's yep. huge. Like you want, yes, like those are, you know, the bread and butter of 
are racing and improving our fitness levels. But if you're not able to give your all during those or the intensity that is, you know, wanted of that workout, um, then you kind of lose that benefit too. So having the easy runs easy will help that way. Uh, there are a few more little sciencey to like tidbits of it. It's going to improve your VO2 max. We all know that's important. That's yeah. literally, yeah, that's running. <laughs> it, <laughs> it improves the lactate clearance. So being able to flush out those bad things and toxins and stuff in your body, um, help you become less sore and actively recover. I mean, how much have you heard about muscle recovery, like active muscle recovery? That's your yeah. easy run. Um, improves rates of fatty acid oxidation and it helps your heart become stronger. So you're getting that again, you're getting like more time. Um, on your feet and more time, uh, I guess, cardio time, right? So by being able to run four miles for 45 minutes or something, you know, that's 45 minutes of cardio that you just got to improve your overall fitness um, versus you just went and tried to run four miles in 30 minutes. You're getting actually less total time. So it does I there's so many benefits to it and I feel like when we don't know what those benefits are we're not going to actually do it <laughs> yeah and you know some things that my brain was was tracking while you were reading through all those are things that are um I think our minds love to identify the strength or tempo or long runs and the the times that we might struggle in those runs but still finish those runs mm-hmm. as really like the only times we made mental or physical gains whether it's yeah. training for a 10k or a half or a full or, or any distance for any runner um we 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 prefer to look at the harder moments of the harder runs as the real this is where i made so many gains toward my training when in reality there's all there's all these little benefits that an easy run is also giving you um some of those were like you know the things that help with your fatigue resistance so an easy run is a thing that can that can be the reason that you maybe don't hit the wall versus all that that 120 mile run where i really gritted out the last four miles made this training well no it's it's the other 80% that might really yeah. prevent you from hitting that wall. So that's a really valuable thing. Um, and I'll I'll use a really kind of goofy analogy, which is like everything you're talking through. So there's a bunch of people building houses around me right now. And, you know, I think like a joke for a lot of people is if they see someone build a house too fast, they're like, someone built that house too fast. Like it didn't have time to settle. It didn't have time mm-hmm. to do this. Um I wonder if the foundations were stable before they put the rest of the house on top of it, or, you know, they used fast setting this or quick cure that. And that house, that house is probably going to be crap because it got built in two months when it should have taken six. And those things kind of feel relatable to this. Like a house needs to settle too. Foundations need to settle. That's why people wait, you know, when they pour foundation, they don't just put a bunch of wood on top of it. Um, Easy runs are a steady, reliable metric for the rest of your running. And I have to say that out loud for myself and be a little better about that. But um, I have not just a couple of friends. I feel like a lot of friends that have pivoted their training, me included. They are not the only guilty parties. Um, But 
we train, we get hurt. We get hurt in a race. We get hurt before a race. We get hurt right after a race. We miss a chunk of time. We're kind of what we feel like is back to quote unquote zero, which is not true. Um, but then we're like, oh, well, I'll try another way of training or I'll I'll do more strength and I'll do more core and I'll do more of all those things. Mm-hmm. And then you still get injured. And the thing that I'm, you know, I'm certainly caring a lot more about strength training and core work and cross training and all of those things. But I think the last piece of all of that stuff for me is that I've completely not respected and loved the easy miles. And that's a part that's so important that I don't think I've given enough respect to. Yeah, no. And I mean, that I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. And I've been there too. Um, When I first started running, I mean, it's funny looking back at my first, you know, long runs and stuff. I ran them probably a little faster than what I would do right now as an easy run. And my marathon time is ridiculously slower than what it is yeah. uh, recently. So that's, yeah, it's kind of funny to look back and be like, I'm running slower than I used to, but it's actually, that's how we're supposed to do it. So uh, <laughs> it's a reason, you know, all the elites, you know, they're yeah. on these marathons, uh, females at least at like, you know, 520, 530 pace. And they're doing their easy runs at seven, eight minute miles. Mm-hmm. And we should probably remember that and follow in their footsteps because clearly they're doing something right. <laughs> they're so fast. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, I've even heard a couple of the more elite athletes even talk about their weekly training not so much in mileage but in hours so yes yeah Yeah. and that's i mean again you're putting more or you're putting or giving yourself more time um running in general if you're going slower so it's just kind of an idea something to think about i will say one little caveat to when you're doing easy recovery runs all that um is to watch your form some people tend to think, okay, I'm going slower and they get a little sloppy. And that's such a good point. Try to almost go too slow in a sense, because that is possible if you're going so slow that you're losing your normal cadence, your normal form, your normal stride. Um, so that is going to be my little asterisk at the end of this conversation. <laughs> Just watch your form. Well, and I think that that's so well said because I, I think maybe like the core takeaway from all this, Brie, is. Approach an easy run with at least 80% as much intention as you put into your long run, speed run, tempo, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Because if we just discredit the easy miles, then we are sacrificing form and sacrificing all those things. And all those things are a problem. So bring some level of intention to your easy run and count it as a workout. It's a workout. It matters. Don't. Don't pack it in. It is super important. So exactly, I like that. Like bring intention to it and know that you are making progress and you are building fitness by running quote unquote slow. Yes. (laughs) Couldn't. Yeah. I I think this is a great place to wrap this one up because, uh, yeah, like it's just, this stuff is important. Like, and it's taken me. Every time I come back from injury, I think next time I'm going to care about this thing more. Next time I'll care about this thing more. And now I'm in a season of running where I'm like, I really don't think I thought last training session I'd given enough care to easy runs and I still hadn't in that case. So 
This has been fantastic. As per usual, dropping all the knowledge, doing all the things, crushing all the stuff. Aside from bones, we're not crushed. No more crushing oh bones. Gosh, How about that? Yeah. yeah, I'm working uh, on it. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, thanks. As per usual, if anyone out there has questions for Brie, go find her. Ask her questions. Say things and stuff. Do all the yes, things. I'd and, love to uh, That's right. That's right. So thank you, as per usual, my friend, for all of the knowledge and things of that nature. No problem. I'm glad we were able to cover this one. <sighs> All right, everyone. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys soon. Stay healthy on your runs. How about that? Let's try that yes. for a change. <laughs> <laughs> Stay healthy. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to For Your Run, a podcast brought to you by For The Run. Special thanks goes out to all of our supporters on Patreon, whose contributions and support help us put this all together and get it out into your ears. If you're interested in becoming a member of the For Your Run pod family, you can learn more at patreon.com slash run. We hope this has been a pleasant break in your day, and we look forward to you bringing us along for your next run or whatever it is you have going on in your life. Till next time, run with heart, and we'll talk to you soon.